Welcome to Home But Not Alone with Tim and Sarah, where we talk about real life as a stay-at-home Catholic parent. If it's noon and you're still in your pajamas, have reheated your coffee three times, and tried to pray but got distracted, this is the place for you. Life is crazy, but through it all, remember, you're never alone. You've got God's grace and our friendship coming your way. Right. Welcome back to Home But Not Alone. Today we're going to play a game based on inspirational or important sounding quotes. Okay, so the game is called Saint or Superhero. And Tim's going to tell us a quote and it's going to sound inspirational or important. And then I have to figure out if it was a line written by a real life Catholic saint or if it's a line from a superhero. Like what? In a in a movie or movie, comic book, comic TV book. show, it doesn't matter. It's just what saint or superhero who said it who wrote it you got to figure it out all right i will do my best i know next to nothing about superheroes i've seen a few superhero movies but like maybe a long time ago so we'll have to see there's some good ones there's some terrible ones but there's some good ones it's yeah so we have uh, a sponsor for this episode i believe we we do tell us about it in a while me okay it's my turn. Uh, okay, so for this episode, then we're gonna t- we have a sponsor for next episode too. But for this episode, we're gonna talk about the Be Yourself Journal by Amy Brooks. She's an author over on PrayerWineChocolate.com. Um, but this book of hers is actually published by Our Sunday Visitor. Um, so Amy has two of these journals. One is for boys and one is for girls. And then in my hands, if you're listening on the podcast, head over to YouTube because in my hands, I am holding up the Be Yourself Journal for Boys. It just came in the mail uh, the other day. And my son, who's nine years old, ripped open the package and he was so excited. He came running into the other room. He's like, look at this. And he was hugging it. And then I told him he couldn't have it until I showed it off. So now you see it and I can give it to him. But it's really cool because inside there's like, it's super cool. It's got activities um, and it's it's a Catholic journal. So it's helping, you know, these kiddos, these preteens or young teens exploring, you know, who they are in Christ. Really, really good. And I think it's really, I was looking into it and I was like, oh man, he's going to love this when he finally gets his hands on it because it is so 100% boy. So here it is. Be Yourself Journal. Amy Brooks, we'll put a link in the show notes so that you guys can check it out. So thank you, Amy, for sponsoring this episode. Are you ready to play? (laughs) I'm ready. Are you ready? I don't know. We will see. Okay. So I, I really love superheroes. For those of you who don't know, I love superheroes. I absolutely do. And I've been watching superhero stuff since I was a little kid. I haven't gotten as much into reading comic books. And it's really weird to start that as an adult. I'm not going to start that as an adult. I mean, if that's what you like, that's fine. But most people who read comic books as an adult started when they were younger and just continued. Um, And there are. Yeah. There are comics, especially with certain levels of content that are drawn for adults. Um, they, you know, the term graphic novel is, is often used and such. Um, and so anyway, but I love what they mean to me, what they can mean, what they, it means to, to take the, the greatest in, in humanity, the greatest characteristics, some of the strengths to really observe the weaknesses, to understand sacrifice and all this. And I, I've just noticed over the years how a lot of things that superheroes say 
sound very similar to saints because in many ways our Catholic saints, they are our real life superheroes. Um, they've done some amazing things. And so we are going to start with some of those fun little quotes and see if you can guess saint or superhero play along at home, please. First one, you are much stronger than you think you are. Trust me. Okay, you are much stronger than you think you are, trust me. Now, let me think this one through a little bit because this is tricky. Um, trust, we, you know, Jesus talks about trusting him a lot. So that's, uh, that's making me think of Jesus. But I would think that if this were a quote from a saint or maybe like Jesus talking to a saint in a vision, um, that Jesus would talk more about his strength than the person's strength. So I'm going to go with superhero. It is the comic book version of Jesus himself, Superman. So, yes, for those of you who don't know, it is a superhero. For those of you who don't know, uh, Superman in many ways parallels the Son of God, Christ himself, and that his father, Jor-El, sent him to Earth to both survive and protect the people of Earth, to save the people of Earth in part from themselves. Um, Superman was actually written originally by two Jewish men, and they wrote par- they wrote him in part as an allegory of what it was like to be Jewish in America, in that, you know, people always make fun of their, like, oh, well, Superman just puts on glasses and nobody can tell it's him. That's that's nonsense. That's ridiculous. That wouldn't work. That was an analogy for or whatever, for being Jewish in the United States, whereas because if you were, say, instead of being African-American, people could see that from a distance. If you were Jewish, people couldn't necessarily see that. So if you were Jewish and successful, i.e. the glasses, then you were able to blend in with the typically Protestant upper class America. So there was uh, so the whole Superman glasses, Clark Kent on and off thing. There's an actual historical cultural meaning behind it. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. These people, when they write a lot of this stuff, it's not. Yes, a lot of it is for kids, especially as it's originally written. Comics were intended as for kids. But the better comics that were written, the more popular ones, the ones that have survived, typically had some form of underlying message, some form of, you know, they had structure to them. They weren't just these shallow one dimensional characters. They, you know. Ah, I'm knocking stuff over. Okay. (laughs) There we go. Okay. Uh, Next one. You're going to make a difference. A lot of times it won't be huge. It won't be visible even, but it will matter just the same. Oh, okay. So this one is tough. You're going to make a difference. It might not be huge. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm really having a hard time deciding because the one part of me, they're talking about you, you're going to make a difference. Well, that makes me think about my answer to the last one, leaning towards superhero. But um, a lot of times I feel like superheroes are expected to make a visible difference. So I am going to go with Saint. It is a comic superhero ah! character. Okay, so who is it? Well, okay, it's a comic character and a movie character. He doesn't actually have superpowers, but I count him as a as a big hero. Uh, it's Commissioner James Gordon, who is the police commissioner in Batman. OK, he's, he's basically uh, he works with Batman. Now, there are people who are going to give me a hard time because they'd be like, he's not a superhero. I don't care. Yeah, you okay? cheated. No, didn't cheat. Didn't cheat. 
He's Jim Gordon. Okay, if you watch the movies and the the TV shows and read the comics, Jim Gordon should have been dead a long time ago. There's something a little superhuman about that guy. Okay, huh, okay. so I'm I'm sticking with that one. All right, number three, uh, faith is my sword, truth is my shield, knowledge my armor. That is like standard, you know, the armor. Put on the armor of God. Um, so I'm going to assume that this is not a trick question and I'm going to go with Saint. This is a trick question. It's superhero. What? What was superhero? So- I, I am doing terrible. Two wrong, one right. So what superhero is this that relies on faith? That was Dr. Stephen Strange, who is it? <laughs> what kind of superheroes are these? <laughs> he, well, he's currently played in the Marvel Cinematic Universe by Benedict Cumberbatch, who's one of the world's most well-known actors. Uh, he, uh, I know him. He's Sherlock. Yes, he plays he's Sherlock. Um, but he plays him in uh, in the Marvel movies. He had a few years ago. He has been in a couple of Avengers movies. He will be in his next movie, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, in like a ye- two years. I'm not sure. Um, the uh, I'm such a nerd when it comes to this, because, like, I can tell you who's directing that. It's the same guy who directed the original Spider-Man trilogy in the early 2000s, Sam Raimi. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. But I know that. Um, I didn't even know there was a superhero named Doctor Strange. So, yes, yes. You know a lot more than I do. (laughs) Well, and um, his his name, a lot of superheroes, they have their real name and then they have their fake name. No, his name is Stephen Strange. And he's a neurologist or a neurosurgeon, excuse me. He's a neurosurgeon. And so he's actually a doctor who became a superhero. So okay. he's really Dr. Strange. He does not have a made up name. And they oh. made fun of that in an Avengers movie uh, where Spider-Man reached out to shake his hand, said, uh, hi, I'm Peter. And he said, I'm Dr. Strange. And he goes, oh, we're using our made up names. OK, because he couldn't tell that Dr. Strange, it sounds too. Anyway, it go watch Avengers strange, Infinity yeah. War. Yeah. Uh, I think I've seen one away. Avengers movie. Which one? I don't know. Of course you don't. Why would you? (laughs) It's a good one. Um, Number four, uh, the value of life does not depend on the place we occupy. It depends on the way we occupy that place. You're killing me. Okay. The value of life. Now, this is a very Catholic value, valuing life. Um, Does not depend on the place we occupy. It depends on the way that we occupy that place. Um, okay, well, let me think about that, because from a Catholic perspective, the value of our life really doesn't come from the way that we occupy a place. It comes from the fact that God gives human life intrinsic value just because it's human life. Oh, but I'm really struggling because I got those last two wrong. I am just going to say superhero. I mean... Our little Did I get it wrong again? Super, yeah, our, our, our little flowers considered superheroes because that was Therese. Oh Therese. Therese. Okay, so Therese. talk to me about this quote then, St. Therese. It, it's the way – read it again. The value of life does not depend on the place we occupy. It depends on the way that we – the way we occupy that place. Hmm. Now, now I don't know a lot about what she meant when she wrote this because I believe it was written, not spoken. Um but I've always taken this line as it's not about what your status is. It doesn't matter how, you know, are you the the highest in society? Are you the lowest in society? Um, do you live in this place? Do you live in that place? Do you have live in, you know, whatever it is, these different things. It's wherever you are, are you living a holy life? 
So yeah. that's how I've always taken it. That makes it. sense. That makes sense. You know, I think I'm overthinking it. That's okay. It makes you get them wrong. <laughs> it makes me look like I'm really tricky and working super hard on this. You are um, tricky. Okay. Uh, um, okay. Number five, life doesn't give us purpose. We give life purpose. Oh, okay. Am I going to overthink this one or am I going to accurately think this one? Life doesn't give us purpose. Well, that's true. Life does not give us purpose. But again, I would say that we don't give life purpose. I would say that Christ gives life purpose. I'm going to go with superhero on this one because I just might as well. And we'll see what you say. By the way, for those of you who are listening and not watching us on YouTube, I keep sticking a pencil in between my teeth and taking drinks in my beverage because I know that I'm going to give it away with my facial expressions <laughs> and Sarah's going to see what's what. Um, oh. So what, what did you think I'll that was? I'll have to watch your face a little bit more closely. I'm going to go with superhero because I think that we don't give life purpose. I think Christ gives our life purpose. You would be correct. Both about <gasps> Christ giving life purpose and that being a superhero, Barry Allen or The Flash. Um, he said that. I don't he know. He moves when. real fast or something. Yes. He's, he's he's what's called a speedster because that's the best they could come up with to call a guy who runs really, really fast. That's like a name uh, that my five year old would make up. Yeah, well, sometimes that's what uh <laughs> some of some of these are names and concepts that I mentioned earlier are really brilliant and deep and well thought out. And other times I'm like, they didn't even try. They didn't even try. Oh, what's that one guy? Oh, his name's Bobby Drake. Oh, what's his power? Oh, he can make ice. He's a man. Yeah. Call him ice man. Done. Like, I'm like, that's as hard as you're going to try on that. Like that's come on. do better. Oh, do better. Anyway. Um, so he's one of the X-Men, by the way, one of the original okay. X-Men, Bobby, Bobby Drake, Iceman. Um, I've seen an X-Man movie or two. Yeah, he's in maybe some I of those. Maybe I should say X-Men movie. I think I said X-Man. You did. It's 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 uh, it's X-Men. It's plural. Oh, gosh. The, uh, I give you a, I give you a hundred dollars right now if you can tell me what the X in X-Men stands for. Um, what the X in X-Men stands for? I'm not going to give you a hundred dollars. I don't have a hundred dollars. Well, I don't, I have no clue. Some sort of X factor in the men. Uh, it refers to the, what's called the X gene in that oh. they have, gives them their mutant powers. It's a, but it also refers to the fact that Professor Charles Xavier, who, um, Professor Charles Francis Xavier, don't tell me that's not a Jesuit. He started a school for mutant for mutant children, and his name is Charles Francis it sounds Xavier. Like, Jesuit. like, come on, the X Mansion has got to be a Jesuit Jesuit institution. Anyway, um, that's just what I think. Um, but his last name is Xavier, starts with an X, so. It's it's both. Uh, it's named for both of those things. Anyway, Guys, this is not the first time Tim has offered me one hundred dollars to answer a question correctly about superheroes, and I have not yet delivered. <laughs> I don't have one hundred dollars, so I need to stop offering. But you've also not gotten them right, so that's good for me. Um, OK, number six. All right. Viol violence doesn't discriminate. It comes as cold and bracing as the winter breeze and leaves you with a chill you can't shake off. Huh. <clears throat> Violence does not discriminate. This is very poetic sounding quote. Um, and I would think that if it were from a saint, that maybe it would say evil does not discriminate. 
And I think that violence perhaps is the superhero version of evil, right? Can you read it to me one more time before I give my final answer? I can. I like the words you just said. Violence is the superhero version of evil. I like I mean, violence is evil, but it's like, you know, yes. evil personified in the violent guy in superhero. I don't know. Well, I guess no. superheroes like punch people and stuff. So I don't know what I'm talking about. Read it again. <laughs> okay. Violence doesn't discriminate. It comes as cold and bracing as a winter breeze and leaves you with a chill you can't shake off. Ah, superhero, I guess. It is a superhero. It is Daredevil. Matt Murdock is his real name. And actually in the 1980s, uh, author, comic author Chris Claremont, who revitalized Daredevil, the X-Men, all kinds of comics, he made Daredevil Catholic. And to this day, uh, his Catholicism is a very important part of his character, um, no matter where you see in any portrayal of uh, of Daredevil, Catholicism is an important part. Does he uh, ride a motorcycle? No, oh, I don't. He sounds I don't, like I, Daredevil. Sounds like he probably rides a motorcycle. Um, no, he's he's blind and can use his other senses heightened, like touch, smell, hearing. You know, those are your other senses. Anyway. Um, <laughs> We just learned about defensive this week with my kids in homeschool, so thank you for the review. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad I could (laughs) review that. Okay. I've lost track of how many you've gotten wrong. I'm keeping track. Right now, I have three right and three wrong, so this will tip the scales in either direction. All right. Number seven, what one does when faced with the truth is more difficult than you'd think. What does that mean? What one does when faced with the truth is more difficult than you'd think. So is this talking about like our response to the truth? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't write it. I don't, <laughs> or I didn't, say it. Let's or see. say it. What one does when faced with the truth is more difficult. I mean, it is difficult to sometimes to respond well to the truth. Ah, could this be a saint? Could this be a superhero? This is not a quote that I think I'm very familiar with. I am going to say, and also, I'm not really sure even what it means. Maybe it means it's difficult to accept the truth, or I'm not sure. Probably. It's quite ambiguous. If this is a saint, I'm going to need to put this in context and figure out what it means. I'm going to just take a leap and go with superhero. It is Diana of Themyscira. A superhero. That's Wonder Woman. Oh, <laughs> like who the heck is Diana? <laughs> Diana Prince. Diana Prince of Themyscira. That's her real name. Um. Anyway, nobody I've needs seen to that know movie. that. Oh, well, there you go. I uh, should have known that her name was Diana then. Yeah, they call her Diana. You know, the entire movie. They never call her Wonder Woman once in that movie, by the way. Um. That's. <laughs> I don't know why I know that. Um. Yes, they do. Because I'm a huge. Any clue what she meant by that quote? I have absolutely no idea. But when I read it. I immediately thought of like the bread of life discourse when a whole bunch of people were like, I got to I I can't get on board with this whole eat your body for everlasting everlasting life and walked away. Mm -hmm. So that's what that made me think of, which is why I put it on the list, because that makes sense. Yeah, made me think of a scripture passage. Um, Anyway, uh, number eight. The source of justice is not vengeance, but charity. Ooh, this is true. 
The source of justice is not vengeance, it is charity. You know, justice is one of the virtues that I wrote about in my book. And it's interesting because I talked about this, how just plug the name of the book, plug the name of the book, (laughs) (laughs) becoming holy one virtue at a time by our Sunday visitor. Um, I talked about how justice is, is not about getting even, but justice is about the definition is giving to each person what they are due. This is pretty complicated for superheroes. I'm going to just go with Saint. It is St. Bridget of Sweden. So good job. All those years of studying and writing about virtues paid off for one (laughs) question on a podcast. All right. Very high stakes questions. There we go. All right. Number nine, no man can win every battle, but no man should fall without a struggle. Hmm. No man can win every battle. That's true. But no man should fall without a struggle. Also true. We should fight against temptation. But I would think if this was coming from a saint, that it would not just talk about falling, but talking about relying on Jesus in our struggle, though you wouldn't put something that says Jesus relying on Jesus, because that would just give away the answer. So I guess I'm just going to go with superhero. That is Peter Parker, Spider-Man himself. Yeah. Good job. Um, yeah, I was. it would be really cool if while I was researching this, if I could have found a superhero who said something about Jesus, I would have thrown it in real quick and been like. You would have got me, too. You definitely would have. like, sorry, uh, no, that was not a saint. Spider-Man was the one who was saying Jesus is my everything. That's, you know, um, that would have been cool. Um, number 10. Okay. It's the greatest gift we have to bear their pain without breaking. And it's born from hope. It's the greatest gift we have to bear their pain without breaking. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Whose pain are we talking about? Uh, I'm not sure. This one is really tricky. I could really go either way. It could be the people that the superheroes are defending, or it could be a saint like, I don't know, Damien of Molokai, who is ministering to those lepers. Yeah, because he actually got leprosy and bore their pain. Hope is really important. Wow. These are 50-50, and I am on the edge with this one. Shoot, I wish I wrote down whether I said saint or superhero. Are you good at putting things in order (laughs) for the last two? This is what I do when I take tests. I'm like, oh, gee, the last three options were C. I better go with D on this. So can you read it to me one more time, and I'm just going to go with my gut instinct when you read it. It's the greatest gift we have to bear their pain without breaking, and it's born from hope. Superhero. Fictional Jesuit Professor Charles Francis Xavier of the X-Men. That is a superhero, yes. (laughs) I still stand by the fact that he's He's tricky. Yeah, Yeah. he's tricky, that Charles Francis Xavier. Yep, Yep. that's Professor X. That's, uh, most people don't know his full name, but again, I'm I'm a huge nerd. I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, like, oh, man, I know these intense details about superheroes, but I'm also like, hold on, where's a, where's a good talk I can listen to from Fulton Sheen while I'm cutting the grass? You know, like you yeah, know, normal right. people. That's that's me. <laughs> um, the, uh, All right. So far, I'm seven out of ten. How many more do we have? All right. We have uh, we have five more. We, we'll All right. speed up just a little quick. Let's do this. Right. OK, N- try not number to think o- so much. <laughs> number 11 to live is to change. And to be perfect is to have changed often. Oh, okay. Um, This is a good quote. I am going to say, well, to be perfect is to have changed often. Yeah, that makes me think saint because it's like a journey to perfection. So tell me what you think. Is it a saint? 
It is St. John Henry Newman. So, yes, recently canonized John Henry Newman. Um, Number 12, freedom consists not in doing what we like, but having in having the right to do what we ought. Ooh. um, Okay. Freedom is a superhero topic. However, this quote is very familiar. And is it John Paul II? It is John Paul II. See, here's the problem. I love John Paul II. He's, he's right up. For those on the video, he's right here. Looking he's over there, too. He's um, on the other side. Both sides. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's over, he's, <laughs> I forgot. I got him You're surrounded by John Paul IIs. Ah, um, I love John Paul II so stinking much um, and his writings and everything. And it's like I it's really hard for me to make a list of quotes without putting him on it. The problem is most of his quotes that are like, I don't know, most of his quotable quotable quotes, thank you, are really well known. And so it's, it's hard to find one that even, yeah, this one rung a bell. And I was like, if it, if it rings a bell, it's definitely a thing. (laughs) Like no superhero quote is going to ring a bell in my head. (laughs) And that's why I went with, I did go with this one because yeah, it's hard to come up with one you wouldn't guess, but also as soon as you said freedom, that's a superhero type thing. I was like, that's as far as I could stretch a John Paul the second quote. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number 13. I am made to tremble and I fear. That's it? That's it. I am made to tremble and I fear. Oh. It might as well have just been good morning. It's a new day. Like, there's not a lot to it. Okay. Could be anyone. I am struggling with this because I feel like you're trying to trick me. I am made to tremble and I fear because... Maybe you cut off the part of the quote that talks about giving our fear over to Christ and that it becomes a saint quote at that point. Or maybe it's a superhero who is supposed to be working through their fear in order to fight the bad guys. I don't know. But would a superhero actually admit I am made to tremble or would they say something like I am made to be brave? I'm just going to go with Saint. Tell me who it is. It's St. John the 23rd. Um I found this in What's a lot of different about? I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. I tried huh. to research this quote and I, I couldn't figure out. I Like I found that he said it. I don't know what he meant. Hmm. So. So if anybody knows, leave a comment. Yes. <laughs> or if, I com- if I've completely butchered this and he never said that, which I think he did. But the Internet can sometimes be wrong yeah. once or twice anyway. Um, and so, oh, my gosh, I was just talking to my wife about this earlier today, how hard I have to work to figure out if a quote is legitimate sometimes because I do not want to just grab something that has been posted a thousand times and it turns out it was never said or it's been falsely attributed or something like that. Do you like have that. that book by Trent Horn, What the Saints Never Said? It is on a list of things that I'm asking for for my birthday and or yes, Christmas yes. because Good I book. want that. Yeah, He talks all about that. He gets so annoyed at all the internet quotes by saints that aren't real saint quotes. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And he said, nobody, he said nobody bought the book because nobody wants their bubble burst about their favorite <laughs> saint quote. And I thought, I get that. But also, I kind of want my bubble burst so that then I can go yeah. out and be like, hey, guys, guess what? That never was said. You know, <laughs> anyway. Um, OK, two more. Two more. All right. Nothing great is ever achieved without enduring much. Hmm. Nothing great is ever achieved without enduring much. That's true. That could be said either by a saint or a superhero. Uh, it's not ringing any bells to me. Nothing great is ever, what did it say, achieved? Nothing great is ever achieved without enduring much. 
Okay. I'm just going to 50 50. I'm going to toss a coin in my head and go superhero. That is St. Catherine of Siena. <sighs> okay. Yeah. All right. All I right. figured, I feel like there were a few saints in a row just now, so I was expecting you to turn back to a superhero. <laughs> I know. I did that on purpose. Ah, uh, nice. I, I, I tried to organize these in a way that would keep you from guessing that, uh, like, well, when you don't know, pick C kind of attitude. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Last, Last one. one. With great power comes great responsibility. Huh. With great power comes great responsibility. This is ringing a bell. You already had a quote from St. Therese. This kind of sounds like St. Therese, but maybe not. Um, well, now there are three saints in a row, and since I'm on the fence, I'm going to say superhero for the last one. Superhero. Uh, that is, again, it's from Spider-Man. It is the oh. famous comic line where Uncle Ben's words to Spider-Man where with great power comes great responsibility. So was Uncle Ben ever really a super-powered character? No, but he's a hero to me. Okay, he made us <laughs> Spider-Man. He gave us Spider-Man. Spider-Man happened because this was his his male role model. This was his dad wasn't around. So he had Uncle Ben who taught him with great power comes great responsibility. And it is in many ways a very foundational truth of the Christian life is that, mm. you know, when you are raising children, you have great power, but you have great responsibility. When you are an authority figure in the church, same thing. When you are, you know, influencing people on social media, you have great responsibility. And so I think there's a, there's a great deal of Christian truth to what he said. I didn't keep track. Did you keep track of how many? You got? I did. I got 11 out of 15. Hey, that's not bad. That's not bad for somebody. <laughs> not bad who uh, doesn't know anything about superheroes. <laughs> no, although the first now, thing about superheroes. <laughs> now you know that the X-Men are run by a Jesuit. Uh, <laughs> hey, so if and, you guys played along at home, just like leave us a comment somewhere on social media or on YouTube or whatever, and let us know how you did, because I'd love to know. If <laughs> uh, well, who is our, thank, let's thank our sponsor for us, because you have the thing. Yes, Amy Brooks, Prayer Wine Chocolate. Thank you for the Be Yourself Journal. Guys, go check that out. I will put a link in the show notes. All right. So if you could do us all a favor, first of all, thank you for listening. If you could do us a favor and subscribe on YouTube, subscribe to the, the audio podcast, whatever you can do, we appreciate it. Sarah, where can people find you? TojesusSincerely.com and on social media at TojesusSincerely. And you can find me at ChasteLove.org or on social media at the Chaste Love. Now, when naming a baby, always practice getting upset with them to see if the name really works. It flows. <laughs> and remember, you're never alone. 